is such a tricky conversation. I don't want to get cancelled for reading. I don't want to get cancelled. But then again, low-key, is it actually a thing? Is this kind of the same thing with social media? Are politicians getting cancelled? No, because this is what I was thinking, right? Like, who does the cancelling and who are the people getting cancelled? Like, is it always the people that are affected doing the cancelling? No. Especially, it's the same thing with, um, especially when you talk about cultural appropriation. I think it's a big one of, like, people who aren't the victims who are doing most of the cancelling more than the people who's... Because, like, when we talk about Adele and when she did Bantu Knots, so many of the people who were so angry and were, like, disappointed in Adele, I hate Adele, no, 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 were white women. And loads of the people of, I think she was wearing a Jamaican flag, loads of people, women of Jamaican culture were going like, oh my God, girl, you rock them, they look amazing. And like, I think that's one of the other things with council culture, the same with cultural appropriation, where is the line between actually just separating cultures rather than actually building bridges and like mutual acceptance and celebrating someone else's culture is a positive thing. And we've turned it into something that like you're scared to do for fear that you are the problem and that you're like perpetuating colonial stereotypes because there's ways to appreciate people's culture without appropriating it yeah but again how do you know that without talking to the person no but you're actually really right like is it even a thing right i mean we're having the conversation because like in our little like public sphere and then you have the the sphere above which is like the people who are the ones being cancelled like no they're not they're only cancelled in our heads. In their heads, they're just living life. Do you know what I mean? A hundred percent. But like people with actual political... Okay, exclude Donald Trump. But again, he wasn't taken down because of the things that he said in the Senate or even around the White House. It was because of what he was posting on social media. Whereas like, you know, Boris Johnson for his sins, I wouldn't say he's been cancelled. And bear in mind, like celebrities have like PR teams that deal with what goes out and what doesn't go out and things like yeah, that. Yeah, half the tweets probably aren't even from him. But no, but not even in that sense. But like then now you've been can- cancelled, you still have those opinions, but now they don't yeah. go out because you have people strictly monitoring what you're putting out. That's what I mean. It was in the positive tweets. Is it even him being like, I've reformed? No, no, no. Or is it someone from his PR team? Oh my God, do you know what this reminds me of? Like the 2016 YouTube apology videos where... They do something bad, and then suddenly you'd have like a video of like James Charles like crying on your on your feed, and it's a whole cinematic era, yeah. (laughs) And it's all it's all fine now because he's cried and he's held himself accountable. But those were so heavily scripted. Someone else had written it, like. But again, even that video is literally a bunch. Is what even is it? It's binary. It's literally a lump of zeros and ones that came through our computer screens, and we're like, he has now changed his political views. Oh my god, he's he's a reformed man. He's yeah, not. Exactly. Yeah, he's not a politician. He doesn't work for the UN, does he? But people who actually do aren't, to be honest, aren't even thinking about cancel culture and things like this because they're doing their careers. Like yeah, when you take out the social media element of it, and you take out the fact that now everything that you say is broadcast to millions of people, if you want it to be when you actually like take out all of that technology element and you go down to people who are actually making the law, that's not what they're concerned about. No, but they really don't care. Like, oh my God, think about it. No, I don't know the names of anyone who has written these laws. Like, because even when you talk about like Liz Truss, Rishi Sunak, okay, for example, the policing bill, right? I know that Pretty Patel is like the face of it. Do I know anyone else who works on it? No, I don't. But do we know the names of like James Charles, Adam, Andrew Tate, like Trump, all of the like the, the names that then come through on social media are, are they're the only people you see? Who's pulling the strings behind Priti Patel? I don't know. Mm. Is she getting cancelled? No, nor are the people who wrote the bill. Yeah. 
that's so interesting because I think cancel culture like we said like at its, at its heart it's about change like we're trying to it's it's giving power back to the people right it's saying you now have the power to influence those who are higher up than you I mean on the social ranking hierarchy power whatever yeah <laughs> but then at the same time no you don't because they just don't give a shit. like they sorry wait they, yeah. they just don't <laughs> like it doesn't, it's it, so doesn't true. it doesn't even dent their lives because they're just like so far like removed from it yeah that's so true so then it literally only exists within this little like public sphere that we're living in where cancel culture can make the biggest difference is obviously in politics doesn't dent politics at all where it yep. doesn't make a difference is with celebrities and not if, when it trickles down into like friend groups and you're cancelling your friends and things like that no difference bro the people who are afraid of being cancelled are the ones who need the least to be afraid of being cancelled as well like because the people who don't care about it are the people who will continue saying outwardly racist stuff. It goes back to the whole thing. Why is why is the onus on feminism somehow define both women, trans women, and the relationship in between? Whereas if you know, if instead of having feminism, all there was in the world was transphobes, it wouldn't even be a question because they would just continue being transphobic and the question would never arise. Like it's because you've created a space where you can have conversation that that's now sort of it's basically eating itself up, like it's consuming itself. It's, uh, it becomes, yeah, it becomes very, which is why I think, like I stand by what I said earlier, that I think as long as it's the intention to do something good, that's what we focus on rather than the words used. I just don't understand why, because going back to that whole point about the onus being on feminism, this has nothing to do with counter culture. This is just part of, like, this is just in response. But even with things like, like if you're talking to, I've had so many conversations with the boys where, you know, you'll be like, oh, I'm a feminist. And then it'll be like, but what about this? Or like, but, but surely you agree oh, that course, like, biologically yeah. there's differences between men, but but surely this, but surely that. But it's like, why should I have all the answers? Like, I don't have all the yes. answers. Like, I'm just why a person. Just because I'm a feminist doesn't mean I know everything about men and women and this and that. Like, I, I just physically, I can't know that much as a person. Like, I am a person. Preach. No, honestly, I completely agree. It's the same thing. The more we break it down, the more we're giving opportunities for people to disagree with it as a whole movement based on one thing. Well, yeah, I think it's easier to latch onto the little buts and the little ifs than feminism as a whole is just about supporting women. Like, that's what it is. That's how we define it. But then because, yeah, like you said, because we're factions and we self-defined each individual faction, then can then be misconstrued and fall apart. Yeah, which fundamentally comes from a good place. So do we, should we even reform that? Because like it comes from a place of wanting to be represented by something that actually aligns with all of your values and you don't want to be associated with people who are transphobic you don't want to be associated with racist people you don't want to be associated with people who only care about like upper class women rather than anything to do with working class so it comes from a good place so how do you then make feminism a more unified movement without then having to sacrifice some of your own values it are our own good morals and our own good values holding us yeah. back and i don't think we can conclude anything because <laughs> <laughs> no aka we should have finished the episode 20 minutes ago when we said something we actually like understood that's okay i think i'm gonna stop the recording now yeah that's for the best